Hello, and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral Podcast. This is the sermon from our past Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. We hope these words will really speak to your heart and mind. May the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Six-year-old... Uh, came home from church on Palm Sunday, proudly waving her frond. Her dad asked her about the service. Oh, it was awesome, she said. Uh, Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. People waved their palm branches, and we all sang, Oh, Susanna. (laughs) Not quite. This is the only Sunday in the church calendar when we listen to not one, but two gospel readings the Gospel of the Palms and the Gospel of the Passion, which we've just heard. We discover that the shouts of acclamation, Hosanna, Hosanna, as Jesus enters Jerusalem, change all too quickly to cries of condemnation. Crucify him. Crucify him. Why? The why question is one that impresses itself upon us whether we ask it consciously or not. Why do so many kids have to suffer and die in Ukraine? Why do we have to deal with wave after wave of this dreadful pandemic? Why has her cancer returned? Why this spate of hit-and-run accidents in Hamilton claiming the life of a beloved Boris Broad. Why? When we don't understand what is going on, when we're at our wit's end, when it seems as though our life is in tatters, we can find ourselves crying out to the universe and beyond, why? Perhaps it's born of a need to find meaning when there seems to be no meaning. We hope that by finding an answer we won't feel quite so overwhelmed by the events over which, at the end of the day, we have little or no control. Why? Today we enter Holy Week, the most intense week in the church calendar. What transpires in these next eight days lies at the very heart of our Christian faith. Today we accompany Jesus along the palm-strewn road through the east gate of Jerusalem. Thursday we share in the Last Supper in the upper room and feel the embarrassment as he kneels before us and tenderly bathes our feet. We then watch with horror as he's betrayed by Judas, condemned in a rigged trial, denied by Peter, and then whipped and beaten. We do our best to stay with him on Good Friday as he stumbles under the weight of the cross on that track to Golgotha. We hide our faces as we stare at his naked and contorted body expiring on a cross 
on a lonely hill outside Jerusalem. And then, praise God, we get the report that the stone-cold tomb is empty, that Jesus is risen, he's alive. This is the journey that you and I travel together during this week, the central week in our Christian faith. Holy Week. Perhaps it's a week when you too find yourselves asking, why? Why did Jesus have to go through all of this? Why all the abuse and mocking? Why did the disciples abandon him? Why did he have to die such a grisly and humiliating death? Why? Well, if you're asking that question, you're not alone. It's a question that has exercised the best minds of the Christian church for 2,000 years. Why? Well, you may have come across some of the responses to the why of Jesus' death. Jesus died as a substitute or a personal representative for us to satisfy God's requirement for holiness. Jesus died to pay the penalty for sin. Jesus died to set us the ultimate example of a good life. Jesus died to secure victory over the cosmic forces of darkness. Answers to the why question. Why did he have to die? Well, while each response may contain some aspect of the truth, none of them gives the complete picture. And so we can left, be left feeling hanging. Now, if it's any consolation, the disciples themselves were likely in the same position. Jesus consistently explains to them what is going to happen. And yet those who spend every waking moment with him across three years simply fail to get it. And even though Jesus does do his best to let them know what is going to happen, he never tells them why it has to happen. Nowhere. He doesn't explain what his trial and torture and execution mean. So when the unimaginable does happen on Good Friday, my guess is that why question is front and center for the disciples as well. Now, there is one question Jesus does address. Perhaps it wasn't a question that the disciples were yet at the stage of asking. Jesus still answers it for them anyway. Now, on Monday Thursday, we'll be commemorating and reenacting Jesus' last supper with his disciples. During the course of that dinner, Jesus takes a loaf of bread. He gives thanks, he breaks the loaf, and then he offers it to them, saying, 
This is my body, which is given for you. Similarly, with a cup of wine, he says, This is the cup that is poured out for you, which is the new covenant. Did you hear those two words? For you. For whom? Yeah, Madge. And it's for Judas who betrays him. It's for Peter who denies him. It's for all of those who are with him and who abandon him. And yet 2,000 years later, it's also for you and for me. And that makes all the difference. Sure, Jesus may not answer the why question. He may not tell us exactly what his death means. But the question he does answer is the for whom question. There's all of our questions, all of our doubt and confusion about this week. There comes this shocking promise that his humiliation, his torture, his death is for us. Jesus suffers and dies for us that we might come to share in his light and his love. And more, Jesus didn't have to do this. He does it willingly. Luke makes this abundantly clear. Jesus' life wasn't snatched from him as in some tragic accident. No, no one takes it from him. As we read in John, Jesus has received power from his Father to lay down his life of his own accord and power to take it up again. And so we hear him in this morning's gospel reading from Luke crying out from the cross in that loud voice, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. He freely lays down his life that you and I might truly live that you and I might know that God loves us and forgives us and is prepared to go to any length to welcome us home. As one commentator has put it, Jesus' death is about his becoming the prodigal son, willing to journey into the distant country that he might return us in himself to his father's house. So to conclude, challenge for us this Passion Sunday is that we may not get an answer to that nagging why question. The mystery of Jesus' passion and death is just that. It is mystery. But what we can say this morning is that his willingness to endure the very worst that we can do to him is for you and it is for me that we might know that neither death nor life, 
nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor power, nor height, nor depth will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And this week, may that knowledge make at least some difference in whatever you are living. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Christ Church Cathedral. Audio editing and original theme by Eduardo Farias. We hope you join us again soon. Have a blessed day.